Hi, YouTubers and what savers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little what shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Well, <laughs> I've got my Halloween coffee mug this morning there, right there. It's uh, happy on one side and Halloween on the other. Yeah, isn't that a great mug for the Halloween uh, holiday? Isn't that absolutely fantastic? Yeah, and I've got a coffee that fits in perfectly. Hang on one minute. Mmm, that is absolutely fantastic. We've used it before on the show. Here it is from 8 O'Clock Coffee, Pumpkin Spice. Absolutely ideal coffee for the fall season and also for Halloween. Yeah, this is uh, artificially flavored. Uh, it has subtle spice, brown sugar, and sweet cream. This is absolutely fantastic. I love this. And when you brew this in, a, in your coffee pot, I didn't run this through my curd machine. I made a, about four or five cups in my coffee maker. It just fills the room with this wonderful, wonderful pumpkin spice uh, aroma. It's absolutely fantastic. So if you're looking for a cup of coffee to enjoy while all the trick-or-treaters are coming around, check out uh, Pumpkin Spice. I know I'm probably going to have <laughs> a cup or two of this while I am passing out candy uh, tomorrow. Chardon, Ohio has Halloween tomorrow night, and uh, really looking forward to that. I've got... Um, about 550 pieces of candy. Yeah, because we're gonna get, usually we get about 300 kids. So I'm expecting anywhere from 250 to 300. That's probably what we're gonna get. And uh, so I like to hand out maybe a little more than one piece each. You know, just give them, you know, give them two, three pieces. Especially if they got a good costume. If they got a good costume, then they'll, they'll get a nice handful. <laughs> That's kind of how I do it. And yeah, for the two hours that we do Halloween, I'll go through every bit of uh, 550 pieces of candy. Absolutely. So how are you doing this morning? I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Hey, as we like to say in the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. One more, one more. Hmm. Yeah, that is absolutely great. Hey, Larry Slablotny uh, checked in and he said, enjoying a cup of Black Rifle Coffee Beyond Black with you this morning. Made on strong button. I'm ready for the day. Yeah, your Keurig machine. Check your Keurig machine. You might have a strong button there. Larry discovered that his Keurig machine has it and he found that out after I pointed it out when uh, I showed my, uh, my newer model Keurig machine. It has a strong button there. So if you have a Keurig machine, uh, check and see if you got that strong button because you can give your coffee an extra kick just by hitting that strong button. Yeah, it works. I don't know how it works, but it does work. And hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute this morning, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast this morning, thanks very much for tuning us in. That's really very, very nice of you. Boy, we got a great show for you this morning. We got some great topics. Uh, let me see what we got. Oh, yeah, we got a great shaving tip. Now, we previewed this shaving tip last week in Second Cup. It comes all the way from viewer Ashish Ahuja from India. And uh, he sent in a photo, which you didn't get to see on the Second Cup podcast. So we're going to feature it for the morning shaving tip here this morning. We also have an update on the October Shave Meetup that took place in New York City at Pasteur's. Tom Donnarumma sent in photos and a little bit of information. We also have some shaving news from Bob LaRoe concerning Gillette. Uh, we got a quick update to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. We are in the home stretch. Probably, I'm thinking we're going to probably hit 10,000 here probably within the next week, 
10 days, something like that, perhaps. Yeah, really excited about that. Uh, great refill comments. A lot of comments regarding two-pass and three-pass shaves. We have got some new wet shaving gear items this morning. Wow, we have got some really, really neat new items. Stay tuned for that. Absolutely. And we got a couple of questions and comments for you. So all in all, a really, really terrific, terrific show. So uh, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee uh, with me this morning. Oh, one more. We got a recipe. Yeah. <laughs> we got a Halloween recipe. We'll get to that as well. So I hope you're looking forward to that. So if you're looking for something to take along to that Halloween party, check out this recipe we have later on. All right. Now, <laughs> I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Thanks very, very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. Let's kick things off like we do every week with our viewer morning shaving tip. Well, as we mentioned in the opening of the show, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Ashish Ahuja all the way from India. And Ashish writes, Hi Mark, I hope this email finds you well. I wanted to share an interesting idea I had involving a recent purchase I made. I bought a small earthen pot known as Gulak. Now that's spelled G-U-L-A-A-K. That's how Ashish is spelling it here in his email. G-U-L-A-K. A-A-K. Uh, I bought a small earthen pot known as Gulak during my trip to a small town in India. Traditionally, it's used by children as a piggy bank, and I thought it was a charming and eco-friendly purchase. However, as I examined it, I had an innovative idea. The space inside the Gulak is perfect for repurposing as a blade bank. I plan to use it to store old used razor blades. The capacity is sufficient for storing blades over two to three years. And when it's full, I'll seal it with the necessary disposable stickers and dispose of it responsibly. The idea not only serves the purpose of being in line with my hobby, but also helps in reducing plastic waste. It's my small way of saying no to plastic. And I'm excited about this eco-friendly initiative. Hashtag say no to plastic. Regards. Ashish Ahuja. Ashish, that's absolutely fantastic. And thanks very, very much for sending along the photo of the Gulak. That really is wonderful. That's marvelous. And uh, I did a search on eBay for uh, Gulaks uh, so viewers can go up there and check them out. And I've, I found that I had to modify the spelling from, from uh, your spelling. I, I modified the spelling to G-U-L-L-A-K and a whole assortment of gulags came up, including those that look like the one you have uh, in the picture that you sent along. So this is an absolutely fantastic idea of repurposing a gulag, a piggy bank, to use uh, for uh, disposing of old used razor blades. Absolutely fantastic tip. So thanks very much for a terrific, terrific shaving tip, Ashish. Really do appreciate it. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George Sketch, just send me a shaving tip. 
Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the Monday Morning Mailbag shaving tip, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Ashish, thanks very, very much for a terrific and practical shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's that Halloween recipe I was telling you about at the opening of the show. I happened to get this mailer the other day from a local realtor. Now, I don't know who she is. Her name is Linda DePietro. We'll give her a plug. You can get over to her website at www.lindadepietro.com. Right there. Can you see that right there? I'm just trying to make sure that that doesn't reflect too much because it is a large laminated mailing card. But that's all of her information there on one side. And on the other side, she has a recipe here for pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Now, get a, get a look at that right there. And uh, I'll give you a, a screenshot. I have, I have a photo of the recipe there that you can uh, you know, grab a screenshot of. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast, well, here's the recipe right here. One cup of pumpkin canned, one cup of sugar, a quarter cup of brown sugar, half a cup vegetable oil, uh, one egg, one teaspoon of milk, two cups of flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, two teaspoons of cinnamon, a pinch of nutmeg, a half a teaspoon of salt, one teaspoon baking soda, two teaspoons vanilla extract, two cups of chocolate chips. Uh, and the directions read, preheat oven to 350 degrees. In a mixer, blend pumpkin, sugar, brown sugar, oil, egg, and milk. Stir dry ingredients in a separate bowl and add slowly to the mixer. Blend until smooth. Add vanilla and chocolate chips. Bake for 10 to 12 minutes or until brown and firm. Makes three dozen cookies. Store in refrigerator. How about that? So if you're looking for uh, something to take along to that Halloween party, well, here you got pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Now, as you know, I don't eat chocolate. If I were to make these... Uh, they'd just be pumpkin cookies. <laughs> but for all you chocolate chip cookie lovers out there, here's a nice variation just in time for Halloween. Pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Again, I don't know who Linda DiPietro is. It's just a mailer that went out, and I'm sure a lot of the neighbors got it. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd share it with you this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. If you're um, looking for a Halloween recipe to take to that Halloween party, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies. Uh, and you know what? Uh, we'll go ahead and uh, pin the recipe in the comments below after the Monday Morning Mailbag airs. Give me a little bit of time to actually translate all of this, and I'll uh, pin that below so you can grab that text a little bit, a little bit easier, a little more easily from the comments section uh, below. So uh, my thanks to Linda DiPietro for mailing this off. And again, her website is www.lindadepietro. She spells her name, last name, D-I-P-I-E-T-R-O, lindadepietro.com. So if you're looking for realty services, check out Linda DePietro at www.lindadepietro.com. And she sent along a really, really terrific Halloween recipe. Happy Halloween, everyone. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Simply get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, 
and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now YouTube. That's right. Both podcasts are available right here on the YouTube platform. So again, all you have to do is search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up, and they're both available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now they're available on YouTube. Well, viewer Tom Donnarumma attended the recent October Shave Meetup in New York City at Pasteur's. He sent along some photos and uh, the following comments. Good conversation and the following vendors. Holy Caw, Katie's Bubbles, Hendrix Classics and Company. Uh, they did the soap collaboratives for the event, and I believe those soaps were called Cosmic Gentlemen and Alone with a question mark. So it's alone. I think that's what Tom is saying here. And also, Strike Gold Shaves was there. Well, we just reviewed a shave soap this past Friday that uh, Strike Gold Shaves uh, collaborated with uh, with the uh, wet shaving uh, store. Uh, so yeah, absolutely fantastic, fantastic uh, shave soaps from Strike Gold Shaves. Great to see them there. Uh, Tom goes on to say, Leon ran the event and they had a raffle with these prizes. A Henson Plus Plus razor. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Pasteur soap and a vintage razor. Sounds like an absolutely wonderful time, Tom. Thanks very much for sending along the photos and also the uh, description of what went on. Really do appreciate it. And folks, if you happen to attend the October Shave Meetup and you've got some photos and some additional comments, please send them into the show and we will share with the viewers in upcoming episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag. So Tom, thanks very, very much for sending along the photos and the report of the October Shave Meetup that took place in New York City at Pasteur's. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer, viewer Bob LaRoe sent in this quick news item regarding Gillette. Here's the headline. After more than 100 years in South Boston, Gillette is packing up and leaving. Uh, how about that? The Boston Globe is reporting that Procter & Gamble is moving the Gillette manufacturing operations out of South Boston. For over 100 years, the company has been making razor blades along Fort Point Channel. This means it frees up 31 acres for redevelopment. According to the article, a lot of the manufacturing work will be moved to a 150-acre P&G campus in Andover. This should probably not come as a complete surprise, considering that P&G has sold off several acres in the last few years. Just like much of the neighborhood, it's being redeveloped at a rapid pace. So we'll have a link where you can read the full article regarding this development with Gillette. And Jamie Horn and Mark Bagwell sent along a heads up regarding a video on the Razor Emporium channel where Matt Pisarsik discusses that Gillette is closing their manufacturing plant in St. Petersburg, Russia, where many of our favorite blades are manufactured. Blades like Nasset, the Permasharp, Astra, uh, Wizomet Super Iridium. These blades are going away because they're closing that plant. Now, to be clear, these are the Russian-made blades. Uh, the plant might be moving someplace else uh, around the globe, 
but uh, a Russian-made Super Iridium or a Russian-made Astra, you're not going to be able to get those anymore. That's the whole point. We will have a link to uh, Matt's video below so you can check it out and hear directly from him. And uh, we'll also have a link to the uh, article regarding the Gillette plant in, uh, in Boston that's closing down and moving. So my thanks again to uh, Bob LaRoe, uh, Jamie Horn, and Mark Bagwell for all the uh, Gillette news that's going on right now. Thanks again, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have an update to the 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. As many of you know, the channel is quickly approaching 10,000 subscribers. When the channel reaches 10,000 subscribers, we're doing this absolutely wonderful giveaway made possible due to the very generous contributions of some really, really wonderful viewers out there. So my thanks to all of them. Um, we are really close. <laughs> I think it's less than 20 to go. And I'm thinking maybe within the next week, to two weeks, something like that, we should hit 10,000 subscribers. Now, when we hit 10,000 subscribers, that's when I'm going to sit down and shoot video of all the prize packages. I have everything sorted out, and I got a little staging area where I'm going to be shooting video of prize package number one, then you know, first prize, second prize, third prize, that sort of thing. So that'll take a little bit of time to put that together. Not really a lot of time, but a little bit of time. I have everything sorted out. There might be a last-minute uh, donation from a viewer, um, you know, who knows. Uh, so uh, that's why I'm going to wait till we hit that 10,000 subscriber mark, just in case uh, someone decides to send something in at the very, very last minute. But I think we're all pretty much set in what we have. And I've got everything sorted out, uh, and I might move some things around yet. I'm not entirely sure, but, you know, it's, it's really shaping up to be an absolutely awesome giveaway. First prize is outstanding. Second prize is outstanding. Third prize is outstanding. The point is, is that all the prize packages are just really stuffed with some amazing, amazing wet shaving gear. Again, this is all being made possible due to the very, very generous contributions of the following viewers. So my sincere thanks and appreciation go out to Jimmy V Photography, Beth Jones, Tyler Fike, Charles Price, Alex Lopez, Scott Martin, James Sefton, George Haven, Jimmy Day, Bill Murphy, Mark Bagwell, Zachary Norton, Wesley Kirby, Heiko Shaves, Chris Witte, Caleb Bowers, Doug Thompson, Wally Pankowski, James Gazda, David and Barb Kice, Todd Stanfield, Jennifer Cook, Mark Williams, Tom Donnarumma, Chris Eikenberry, everyone at Pretech, and all the folks at Vikings Blade. Thank you all very, very much. And again, I want to extend my heartfelt thanks and gratitude to all the incredible YouTube viewers for their wonderful support. Whether you've liked, shared, subscribed, or left thoughtful comments, your engagement has been a driving force behind the channel's growth and success. Your dedication motivates me to create more content that I hope resonates with you. I truly appreciate your role in this journey, and I'm excited to keep delivering content that you love. 
Thank you for being an essential part of the Monday Morning Mailbag and this YouTube channel. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Yeah, that is absolutely terrific. That's a wonderful cup of coffee. Very, very flavorful, and I love the aroma. Absolutely fantastic. Again, 8 o'clock coffee's uh, pumpkin spice. That is absolutely terrific. And this is a medium roast. It's highlighted medium right there. And it really is terrific. Again, it is artificially flavored. Subtle spice, brown sugar, and sweet cream. That sweet cream comes through very, very nicely as well. It's really, really terrific. I really like it a lot. So, uh, again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Here's my Halloween mug. You know what? I wanted to make mention of these because um, I think it was a Monday morning mailbag, maybe a year or so or two years ago. I can't remember what. I, I needed a Halloween mug, and I went to my local Goodwill store, and I found this along with this other one here. Uh, this one is right here on this side. It says trick. The other side says treat. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, so I found, a, I found both these mugs for, I don't know, a couple of bucks each, I think it was, something like that. And it's just perfect. It's it's uh, It just says Halloween in such a sim simple way because of the color, the, the terrific pumpkin orange color uh, that the uh, the lettering has against the black background of the mug and also that that wonderful pumpkin orange color on the inside of the mug. Now, it's a little deeper pumpkin color uh, than what you're seeing on camera right here. The lighting throws that off just a little bit, but it's just ideal. It's, it absolutely is a pumpkin orange color on the lettering and also on the inside of the mug. So yeah, so I got them both. Uh, trick. Well, here, I'll show you again. Trick, treat, trick or treat. And then, uh, you know, right here, happy Halloween. Yeah, it's just terrific. It's just, it really is terrific. When I saw these, I thought that's absolutely perfect. You know, it's, it's, it's not overly ornate. It's very simple and it just captures the spirit of Halloween in a very, very simple, elegant way. Yeah. So, hey, we got some great, great comments here in Refill this morning. Let's kick it off with something from Charles Price, who says, That isn't a lathering bowl from Captain's Choice. They call it the soap locker because of the lid and the spikes to hold a soap puck. It's for storing and lathering soaps. Hey, you know what? Let me get that for you. I forgot to set it down here. I'll show you what he's talking about. Hang on one minute. Here it is right here. This was donated by Chris Eikenberry for the 10,000 subscriber uh, prize package giveaway. And uh, it's got the Captain's Choice logo there, but uh, Charles is saying it's called uh, the uh, it's called a soap locker. And then you have those spikes there, uh, pointy little spikes there on the bottom, right there that will hold a hard puck of soap. Uh, that's really terrific. Yeah. So thanks very much for that, Charles. I really do appreciate it. Again, this is in the uh, 10,000 subscriber prize package giveaway. This is a really terrific little item. And again, I like the fact that there are those spikes on the bottom there that will hold uh, a harder puck of soap in place uh, while you're uh, building a lather. That's absolutely terrific. We'll just set that aside like that so we don't drop it. <laughs> hey, Jonathan uh, Nicholas, uh, I believe that's it. It's N-I-C-C-O-L. 
no, Jonathan Nichols. There's no I there. Nichols, N-I-C-C-O-L-L-S. Yeah, that's what that is. Uh, I usually do a two-pass shave unless it's a formal or important meeting. Usually the third pass is just done on the cheeks to get a BBS. Thank you for the Monday morning mailbag, Mark. Have a blessed week. Hey, Jonathan, thank you very, very much for the kind wishes. I really do appreciate it. And yeah, I think a lot of guys are probably in the same category with uh, doing a third pass. Just a little bit of extra to get a BBS. Otherwise, two passes seems to do the job. I know that's kind of where I'm at right now, although I did a three-pass shave yesterday. We'll talk about that a little later on in the show. Uh, here we've got a comment from Mike Perrite, who said, I usually do a two-pass with a little cleanup on the back of my head. On my head, my first pass is south to north on sides and back and forth the, the, the top front to back. The second pass is the same except for the back. I go from the bottom left to top right at an angle. Uh, for my cheeks, I go with the grain, then against the grain, and sometimes have to go across the grain if I haven't shaved in three days or more. On my neck, my hair grows in all directions, so I go south to north on the first pass, then go from the outside to center on the second pass, Usually any more than this on my neck, I'll get irritation. Awesome show. Hey, Mike, thanks very, very much. And thanks very much for uh, the, the, the pattern that you use in both face shave and head shave. Now, for me, I'm, uh, I'm finding, depending on the razor for my head shaves, usually uh, back to front gives me a really nice result. And uh, I do a little bit of a, a touch-up after two passes where I grab the cream in my hand and I kind of move it around and I kind of get little spots that I missed, kind of knock down a little bit of the stubble that was left behind, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, I'm finding that uh, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, with my face shapes, two passes seem to be uh, pretty good for me. Unless, like you, it's like three days worth of growth and I'll definitely do a third pass. Uh, and again, the whole key to the traditional wet shave is to knock the beard down in stages. You're not going to get everything in one fell swoop of a pass. You want to do the second pass, maybe a little bit of touch up, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And also, depending on, on the razor, if you have a milder razor or a razor that's really on the mild end, you're probably going to do a third pass and maybe even a little touch up after that. If you have something that is medium aggression, I have found probably two passes and a little bit of touch up. That's what I am finding. Uh, you know, your mileage may vary. Uh, God in Speed wrote, I do no more than three passes. Two probably gets it done, but for the love of wet shaving, I give a third a go. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you're having a great shave, it's smooth, it's comfortable, why not do a third pass? If you've got the time and you got some nice warm lather and a scuttle, absolutely, I agree with that. Uh, Chris McCormick wrote, Hi, Mark. I almost always do a two-pass shave with the grain and then against the grain. I then do some pickups around my chin and under the jawline and neck. I found this to offer a wonderful shave with less irritation. Hey, Chris, thanks very, very much for that. Really do appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of wet shavers, from what I'm reading, they, they like to do two passes and uh, some pickups, some little bit of cleanup here and there. A little bit of finesse, maybe a little bit of buffing, that sort of thing. Viewer Razor Michael wrote, top video, Mark. Hey, thanks very much for that, Razor Michael. I really do appreciate it. 
I do every two days a three-pass shave. Hey, wow, <laughs> that's quite an approach. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, maybe you're fair-skinned like me, although I, I need to do a shave every single day. Uh, I find that if I skip a day, yeah, I'm giving my face a rest, but I really look forward to, the, to that shave then because I have two days worth of beard growth and I really look forward to knocking it down. So is that what you're doing? You're doing a, a shave every two days because you're giving your face a rest or you're just fair-skinned and you don't need to shave every single day? Uh, let us know in the comments below. We're really curious about that. Thanks again, Razor Michael. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Andrew Hill wrote, Great program today. Had a cup of Black Rifle's Tactus Squatch Dark Roast while watching. Now, Tactus Squatch, that's a shortened version of the terms Tactical Sasquatch. I happened to see a short video on YouTube where the owner and founder of Black Rifle Coffee explained that. So Tactus Squatch is kind of a shortened version of Tactical Sasquatch. That's the name of the, the, uh, the coffee blend. Uh, anyhow, Andrew writes, had a cup of Black Rifle's Tactus Squatch Dark Roast while watching. Great new equipment segment. I was very interested in the Riva brushes. I'm going to look into them. Again, great show. Keep up the great work. Yeah, Mark Bagwell very, very kindly sent along a wonderful review on Riva brushes. If you missed it, check it out. It was in last week's Monday Morning Mailbag. Go to the uh, timestamp area in the description and you'll see it right there. Riva brushes. They really are beautiful, beautiful brushes. And again, my thanks to Mark Bagwell for very kindly sending along the review. Uh, let's see. This is, this is from uh, Jordan... Kotef, 7083. Um, alum is not safe for long-term use. Do your own research, everyone. Uh, now, this is in regards to our discussion about alum blocks. I use it post-shave. And uh, I, when I first started using it, for me, it was a game changer because it gave me the proper feedback to kind of gauge whether or not I was over-shaving or I was pressing too hard. It also helps to knock down irritation and really kind of seal up those little micro-nicks you might have. So it is a great astringent, and it also has um, antiseptic properties. Uh, and uh, Jordan is saying, uh, not safe for long-term use. Now, uh, 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes, writes, alum is what contains the mineral. Styptic pencil, for me, is restricted use. I only use styptic pencil to treat little shaving cuts, occasionally for razor stings, not for other purposes. Uh, I have never used an Allen block. So he seems to be saying that the Allen block is okay, but the styptic pencil is the one you want to have limited use with. I'll leave it to the viewers out there. What have you heard uh, regarding Allen block prolonged use? Uh, comment below and let us know what you think about that. I'm not an authority on any of this, but I, I like using an Allen block. It was a game changer for my post-shave routine. So thanks very much for those uh, comments, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. Viewer John Meyer wrote, Morning, Mark. I purchased a 1918 Open Comb Gillette razor off eBay. Like your razor, my handle doesn't have any cracks and no bent teeth. The cap was pretty scratched up. I carefully sanded and polished the entire razor to bring it back to 1918 life. I shave with it on special occasions. Wow, John, that's absolutely great to hear. Folks, keep a lookout for these great vintage razors. You can find them at yard sales, estate sales, garage sales, antique stores, eBay, Etsy. As a matter of fact, I happened to get a, uh, uh, an old-type Gillette razor from uh, Dapper Studio CC 
Uh, they have a store on Etsy. And I think I got, I got it for like $23, something like that. And there is one slight hairline crack in the handle, but the razor head is beautifully intact, no bed teeth at all. And that's the razor we're going to be using for the 1918 shave with those 1918 razor blades. And uh, the thing is, the razor that I found in my late father's shaving kit, uh, the Gillette Old Type, that I think belonged to my grandfather. Uh, that has a handle that doesn't have any cracks in it, and it has one bent tooth. You have to kind of pay attention to actually see that little bit of a bend in the tooth, but it doesn't get in the way of the shave at all. Uh, and the reason why I bought the uh, other old type razor off of uh, Etsy from uh, Dapper Studio CC is because those 1918 blades are so thick, you're going to have to really kind of crank down on that handle to get that razor blade to flex a little bit in the razor head. That's my thinking. And I don't want to risk cracking that handle on my grandfather's razor. So that's why I, I acquired this other uh, old type razor. And that's what we're going to be using. So if, I, so if I have to really, really kind of, you know, crank down and snug it up and the handle cracks a little more, well, no harm, no foul. It's not my grandfather's razor. That's, <laughs> that's what... That's what uh, my thinking is. And uh, yeah, I am I, I'm kind of planning and mapping out that video in my head. I've got some ideas on how I want to do it. And um, yeah, some, some viewers have come up with some great suggestions. So I hope to do that within the next week or so, depending on when the 10,000 subscriber giveaway happens, uh, because that's going to take priority. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to fit it all in. I'm really looking forward to doing that shave, but I'm also really looking forward to the 10,000 subscriber giveaway. So a <laughs> bit of a juggling act, but really a really a really fun problem to have, to be perfectly honest with you. I wouldn't even call it a problem. Just a, just a, <laughs> a great time for the channel. Let me put you that way. Viewer Sell It Man writes, My daughter recently put in a very fancy whole house water filter. We spent a week visiting, and I can really say it made a difference in my morning shaves. I'm going to install one here. Just like the distilled water, I bet it helps. Most soaps foam up. Yeah, we talked about distilled water last week and how it can improve lathering quality. And uh, Sell It Man, let us know, once you get that water filter system installed, uh, how the lather improves, if it improves. And really, really, really would be interested in hearing that. And also, if you have a brand name for the uh, water filter system that you're using, please pass that along so we can share it with viewers out there. And to other viewers out there, uh, if you've installed a water filter system in your home, has it made a difference in the quality of lather you're getting for your morning shaves? Really, really would be interested in hearing that. So thanks very much to Sell It Man for passing that along. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Well, we have a brand new shaving brush from Phoenix Shaving. Viewers Beth Jones, Jamie Horn, and Bill Murphy sent along a heads up regarding this. Thanks very much, folks. Really do appreciate it. This is the new Phoenix Shaving Glow-in-the-Dark Retro Shave Brush. Bill Murphy wrote, Here is a new 24mm brush from Phoenix Shaving, the Cyclotrode X 
24 millimeter perihelion hybrid synthetic, $24.95. Mine is on order. And he also provided a link below. Thanks very much for that, Bill. Here's what they write on the product page in part. Just in time for Halloween and beyond. Meet the Cyclotrode X. Possibly, no, definitely your new favorite shaving brush. It's just friggin' cool. Once more, we tip our hat to the classic, ever-ready Lucite brushes of years past with the Cyclotrode X. We also once again tip our hat to the iconic American film serial of the 1940s, The Crimson Ghost. Bonus points to you if you caught the reference. If you didn't, no big deal, but please check out the reruns on YouTube for a real throwback treat. <laughs> How about that? There's also some great history on the product page regarding the Cyclotrode X and uh, what it's patterned after, and it's absolutely fantastic reading. I'll, I'll have a link below. Thanks again to Bill Murphy for providing the link so you can get up there and read all about it. Really, really terrific brush, and it glows in the dark. Now, I have one on the way, uh, and it's not here at the time I'm shooting this video. If it arrives before we get to uh, publication, uh, posting this uh, up for the Monday morning mailbag, you know, deadline time, uh, we'll just do a little drop in and I'll show it to you uh, firsthand on camera. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to uh, using it and reviewing it. It glows <laughs> it glows in the dark. Really looking forward to that. That is absolutely awesome. Well, good morning once again. And as promised, I'm dropping in because the Cyclotrode X arrived. Here it is right here. We're going to unbox it on camera and give you a firsthand look. I just started this just before cameras roll, just so I can get my knife in there. There, over here like just this. So I can get that in <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, here it is right here. All right, my thanks to Doug, Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving for very, very kindly sending this along. Here it is. Oh man, that's got some weight to it. Wow, that has got some nice weight to it. Okay, let me just set the uh, very, very nicely packed. Very, very nicely, nicely packed. Okay, we're just going to set that aside. Here it is. Check out the package right there. Okay. <laughs> I love the artwork. Okay. All right. A lot of nice information on the back. All right. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Phoenix shaving. Yeah. Oh, that's marvelous. And of course, you know, the packaging, everything is just top-notch, spot-on from Phoenix Shaving. I mean, when you oh, when you get something from Phoenix Shaving, you know you're going to get something really, really special. Okay, there it is right there. And we're just going to very, very gently pull that out. Oh my gosh, isn't that fantastic? Wow, check that out. Yeah, and it glows in the dark. Now, that's, oh boy, that is a beautifully, beautifully soft, soft knot. That is absolutely wonderful. My gosh, I love the clear base. And then the main body part looks like it's going to glow in the dark. Well, it does glow in the dark, but it has that appearance that uh, you will see that glow in the dark. My gosh, that's really, really nice. Fits very, very nicely into the hand. And again, this has this has a, a little more weight than some of their other brushes. If I if I don't miss my guess, I mean that is really, really wonderful. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So the Cyclotrode X from Phoenix Shaving. We'll have links below. There it is on the bottom right there. How about that? Yeah, the branding on the bottom. Absolutely beautiful. We'll have links below 
where you can check this out. And surprise, we have another new item from Phoenix Shaving that is dropping November 3rd this week. Absolutely. Check it out. Here it is. We have a review already done, and uh, it's scheduled to go uh, on Wednesday. So look for this review on Wednesday for The Watcher from Phoenix Shaving. <laughs> you get kind of a little bonus surprise here. The Watcher from Phoenix Shaving. This is, an, this is a double homage. It's, a, um, it's an homage to Yardley of London's Black Label and also Doctor Who, the science fiction television show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is absolutely fantastic. This has an absolutely marvelous, marvelous scent. Absolutely fantastic. Let me get the scent notes for you. Hang on one minute. Okay. Hey, found them in my files. Here it is. The Watcher. An homage to Doctor Who and Yardley Black Label. Top notes, clary sage and spice. Middle notes, powdery, patchouli, and vanilla. Bottom notes, musk, woody, and sandalwood. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent. And of course, it's CK6, so you know it's just going to lather a treat. Absolutely wonderful. The Watcher dropping this Friday, November 3rd from Phoenix Shaving. We'll have the review on Wednesday, uh, November 1st. So you'll get a chance to uh, see it in action. And it really is a wonderful, wonderful scent. And it's a double homage, again, to Yardley of London's Black Label and Doctor Who. So there you go. Uh, two new items from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, the Cyclotrode X Glow-in-the-Dark Shaving Brush, just in time for Halloween and beyond, and also the Watcher Shave Soap. My thanks to Doug, Fran, Huxley, and everyone at Phoenix Shaving for very kindly sending along these items and allowing me to share them with all the viewers. Folks, we'll have links below. And we have another new offering from Phoenix Shaving. This one dropped just this past weekend. It's Doppelganger DBL SOB or Double SOB, Artisan Shaving Soap and Aftershave Bundle. This is an homage to Hugo Boss. Check out this scent profile. A classic aromatic ambrosial green scent for men. Top notes are Fuji Apple, Mint, Lavender, Citrus, and Basil. Middle notes are Sage, Geranium, Carnation, and Jasmine. Base notes are Balsam, Woody Fir, cedar and patchouli, bold yet still playful. And here's what they have to say on the product page. Hugo, Hugo Boss for Men, possibly one of the most confusing brands ever, but oh so memorable when it comes to the scent of Hugo, Hugo Boss for Men. A fresh, nostalgic, and versatile scent that you really don't need to overthink. Thank the heavens. I truly mean this. The next time you find yourself staring at all your bottles of fragrances, stuck in analysis paralysis, just reach for DBL SOB. It's that simple. Or double SOB. Uh, it's a play on the word boss backwards. You know, <laughs> in the little video ad that uh, Phoenix Shaving has, uh, they remind you that the word boss, B-O-S-S, -S, is actually double S-O-B backwards. <laughs> a really neat, original, and playful name for the product. So check it out. It's available right now. It just dropped this past weekend from Phoenix Shaving Doppelganger. DBL SOB or double SOB will have the link below.
Viewer, Wally Pankowski purchased an Osprey adjustable razor from Blackland. Yeah, absolutely beautiful razor. We talked about it in a recent Monday morning mailbag, new wet shave gear segment. And Wally purchased this razor and he reviewed it. There's a two-part review, his initial impressions of it, and also a review of the shave he had with it. And I wanted to share it with you this morning in new wet shaving gear because this qualifies as new wet shaving gear. <laughs> it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. Definitely top shelf. Here's what Wally wrote. Hi, Mark. Here's my initial review. I got the Osprey today. I have not used it yet, but wanted to give my initial impressions right out of the box. The razor comes packed very well. The box it comes in could also double as a travel case. The Osprey is a beautiful razor. The weight is good and seems to be well balanced. I'm not an engineer or a mechanic. The handle is easily held and the indentations for the cutouts are not a problem. I found that in holding the head in order to change the settings does take a bit of getting used to. If you hold it on the sides just a bit too far down, it will cause the settings wheel to not operate correctly. This is due to me being dumb enough to hold the bottom cap and the top cap at the same time. So just make sure you just hold the area of indents that chain designed to be held while rotating the wheel. Now, the issue for me, the numbers on the wheel without direct light shining on them, are nearly invisible. Everyone that mentioned this issue is correct. I was hoping that they exaggerated, but they didn't. To me, this was a failure in design that should have been corrected. If the razor is all that it is said to be, and I keep it, I will color in the numbers with a gel ink pen, 0.4 millimeter, and seal it with clear nail polish per Barber Dave. He advised me that he has had the razor for a while and used it several times, and the color on the numbers still holds. I would love to see Shane fix the problem and allow all early buyers to return the wheel or the entire razor for an updated version if one comes out. Anyway, with all that said, I am looking forward to using it Monday for my next shave. Thank you, Wally Pankowski. Yeah, I'm reading a lot about uh, those numbers not being... Uh, not being as visible as they should be. Uh, now, uh, and hopefully they will correct that, or hopefully you'll keep the razor and you'll be able to correct it yourself. So thanks very much for that tip, passing along for those out there who might have an Osprey razor and wondering how they can correct uh, the, uh, the numbering on that wheel there, on the adjustment wheel. Uh, now, here is Wally's review of the actual use of the Osprey razor. Mark, this is my review of the Blackland Osprey, and it's titled Osprey First Use Review by a Relative Newbie. Today was my first shave using the Osprey. I must admit, I was really looking forward to it. I have previously given my initial visual review of the Osprey when it was received. This will be the shaving experience. Shane recommended that if you use the Blackbird, a setting of six is a good starting point. I was a chicken, <laughs> so I used around 5.5. The other items I used were a new Kaiyun brush, wonderful tool, pre-washed with Phoenix Shaving Cube, the Kaiyun Domino Bowl, and a brand new unknown razor blade that I have had the honor to test. I can't divulge the name, but I can say it is every bit as sharp as the feather and much smoother.
This was its second use. The soap was SV Apuntia and the A&E Spartacus as an aftershave with alum block and witch hazel. The star of the show was the Osprey. Loading the blade is easy and setting the initial number on the wheel is also simple. With the first stroke, I was amazed at how smooth the razor and the blade were. The weight of the razor was perfect with the brass insert. The design of the handle was perfect for holding even with wet, sudsy hands. I kept the setting at five throughout the three-pass shave. I had two days of growth, not terribly heavy or coarse, just normal stubble. The razor went through the first pass with such efficiency that all the hair was nearly gone. Looking back, I probably should have done only a with-the-grain and against-the-grain passes, and that would have been enough. Three passes, and I did need to do some buffing. This experience indicated to me to increase the setting next time to six or six and a half. I stayed on setting five, all three passes, and buffing. This is embarrassing, but I just stopped to feel my face. So smooth. Love it. So, my inexperienced, non-professional opinion. I leave that to at SWCT and at Glazeboker, at Mr. Shavington, at uh, AU55IE, and others far more experienced and mechanically knowledgeable than I. The razor is beautiful, well-balanced, and a wonderful shaving machine. It is easy to use and clean. Numbers on the wheel already beat to death in other posts. I shave with my glasses on. If I didn't, I wouldn't see the razor, let alone the numbers. With glasses on, the numbers are visible and not an issue. I'm not going into gap measurements or blade exposure comparisons. I am not qualified to do so. But I will say this. After only one shave, I can say that the Osprey is a winner and a potential grail candidate. <laughs> wow. Proviso... This was only my first shave with it. Now he's got that in caps, capitalization. Proviso, this was only my first shave with it. I need more experience with it. So for those of you considering this tool, I do recommend it, especially with the 30-day return policy that Blackland has. That policy shows me that they have a great deal of pride and confidence in their products as well they should. Uh, my shave, BBS+. Plus. Hope this helps. Yeah, <laughs> this helps absolutely, Wally. Thanks very, very much for the great reviews regarding the Blackland Osprey Adjustable Razor. Folks, we'll have a link to it below. Wally, thanks again very much. Viewer Beth Jones sent along this heads up regarding Timeless Razor, and she wrote, Oh, and by the way, just got this from Timeless Razor, New colors available. That's right. The Timeless Razor Adjustable Brush is now available in multiple colors. Black, gray, purple, green, and burnt orange. How about that? This is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shaving brush because it's adjustable on the fly instantaneously. What, what you do is it comes with these gaskets right here. And the gaskets are sized from 20 millimeters all the way up to 28 millimeters. So this brush handle will accommodate any brush knot from 20 millimeters to 28 millimeters. And it's very, very easy to install instantly. Now, they also sell the Golden Nib 22 millimeter synthetic knot. That's what I have in this, 
in this uh, brush handle right now. I use this before cameras roll. Wonderful. <laughs> it developed a beautiful, beautiful lather. And they also have here the AP Shave Company G5C 26 millimeter uh, knot. And I believe they have this one in different sizes. Well, let me show you how easy it is, okay? Uh, I have a 22 millimeter gasket that's holding this knot in place. I'm just going to undo this collar right here like this, okay? I'm going to undo the collar, all right? And we're going to push that knot down a little bit like this so you can, okay, we'll put it, we'll just remove it like that, okay? So here is the gasket right here. Put the collar down. Here's the knot. That base right there is 22 millimeters and it fits right into that gasket. See that right there? Okay? So what happens is this gasket sits in here like this and when that collar comes down around it and you screw it down, it just tightens and squeezes that gasket around that base of that knot and holds it in place. It's absolutely a fantastic, fantastic system. So uh, we'll go ahead and we'll just set that aside and we're going to take the uh, 26 millimeter gasket, we're going to put it in there like that and we're going to get this 26 millimeter knot, all right? And we're going to just um, start that collar right there like that, okay? And then we're going to seat this in there like that, okay? And then we're just going to just screw it down like this, tighten it down like that, and look at that. It's in there, it's secure, it's tight, it's aligned, and it's ready to go. I mean, that is absolutely a fantastic, fantastic system. And it's, it's a beautiful anodized aluminum, it feels great in the hand. It really is wonderful. Uh, yeah, I like this one a lot. I, I absolutely love this adjustable brush handle from Timeless Razor. Now it's available in uh, new colors. Uh, again, black, gray, purple, green, and burnt orange. How about that? We'll have a link below where you can check it out. This really is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, adjustable shaving brush handle. They have the uh, the handle with uh, the gaskets available, and you can also get some wonderful synthetic brush knots uh, for it as well. So that's how easy it is to swap it out. And I've been using not only these synthetic knots, but I've also been using uh, the uh, Maggard synthetic knot, the uh, white synthetic knot, which is 28 millimeters, and also the black and white knot, which is 28 millimeters. My thanks again to Alex Lopez for very, very kindly sending these along. They, they work beautifully in the shaving handle. And I also have uh, a couple of Maggard uh, super high density uh, knots uh, from uh, Maggard razors. I picked up at, their, at, the, at the Maggard razor meetup. Uh, Tom Donnarumma recommended these uh, very, very highly. And these are great. These fit into the brush handle wonderfully well. So if I want to go from a synthetic knot to a super high density badger knot, I can do it in an instant. And you just saw how that works. It's very, very easy to swap out um, brush knots. And uh, it's a wonderful system. And uh, yeah, I, I like using it a lot. And again, you can put in a variety of knot sizes from 20 millimeters all the way up to 28 millimeters. And if for some reason, and this was pointed out to me by, um, I believe, Jeremiah or Doug from uh, Timeless Razor, if for some reason the you get a knot 
that uh, might be a little, say it's a 22 millimeter knot, and it might be a little bit small, well, then you can go down from 22 to 21 millimeter gasket. Or if it's a little larger, then you can go up from 22 to, say, the 23 millimeter gasket to get that custom fit. Because even though it says the knot's 22 millimeters, eh, sometimes they might be a little bit off in that measurement there. So, uh, you know, I have found that to be true with some of the knots that I have. Uh, I just, you know, the I think it's the 20, one of the 26 millimeter um, super high density knots I think fit better in the 27 millimeter gasket is what I'm saying. I just went up and they, they fit great. So yeah, it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful system. And the, the knot is held in there securely. And uh, look, you can't even tell that, 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 you can't even tell, you think that that knot has been, you know, glued in there and set in there permanently, but it's entirely adjustable. And again, just unscrew it, pop out the gasket, get a gasket that fits the next knot, you know, put it in there, screw it down, and you're good to go. It's instant, instantly adjustable, a fantastic, fantastic adjustable shaving brush handle. Now in multiple colors. My thanks to Beth Jones for the heads up on this. Really do appreciate it, Beth. Folks, we'll have a link below. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we introduced all the viewers to the brand new Phoenix Shaving Spacescape Scuttle. And a couple of viewers purchased it and sent along reviews. First up is Larry Sublotny, and he writes, and he sent along pictures. He writes, Dreamscape Scuttle on left, Spacescape Scuttle on right. The new Spacescape Scuttle is slightly smaller and shorter. The new Spacescape Scuttle in front has a more curved holder and is much better to hold. The new Spacescape Scuttle is more flat on the bottom, which makes it easier to press soap and cream down. The ridges on the Spacescape Scuttle seem more prominent, but only slightly. Cork hole in the new Spacescape Scuttle on the right is slightly smaller. And here's what he says about lathering. Lathering. The Dreamscape Scuttle amount of soap is on the left. The amount of lather after 40 seconds is uh, right there. Uh, the Spacescape Scuttle amount of soap on the left, and here's the amount of lather after 20 seconds. Uh, here is the Spacescape Scuttle after 40 seconds. Now, he used the Simpson T3 brush and Phoenix Shavings CAD soap in both lathers. He, he concludes here, I think the Spacescape Scuttle is superior to the Dreamscape Scuttle because it seems to lather quicker, is a little lighter, and is easier to hold. Plus, the handle is greatly improved for holding. It's a keeper for me. Hey, Larry, thanks very, very much for that. Really, really do appreciate the review and also the photos, and especially the uh, lathering, uh, how great of a lather uh, the Spacescape uh, created. Really, really do appreciate that as compared to the Dreamscape Scuttle. Really, really wonderful. Uh, viewer Stephen Howard wrote, Mark, here are a couple more pictures with the Spacescape Scuttle in action along with the Mixed Metal Proto 2 Quantum Razor. Wow, what can I say except that the Scuttle and the Razor are both beautiful and perform as well as they look. If I had to pick one word to describe these, it would be substantial. Both the Scuttle and the Razor have a heft and solidity about them that screams of attention to detail and quality of craftsmanship. They just have a great feel in hand that makes them a delight to use. The Scuttle whips up volumes of lather quickly and easily. I can't say enough about how good the Scuttle is. As for the Quantum Razor, my only regret is I didn't get it sooner. 
If it becomes available again with the matching tip and base plates, I'll be sure to try and get one. Also, I made the same initial mistake that you did and thought the alpha plate was the milder plate. Not so. Very present blade feel and really efficient shave on the alpha. I think I'll probably switch out for the beta plate, laugh out loud. Still a wonderful razor, and I think that the unique shape of the head also helps maintain the proper angle for the head shave. Hey, Doug, how about a new color on the Scuttle 5.0? Red <laughs> or maybe yellow or green? Not that I don't love the blue. Anyway, thanks again for all you do. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, Stephen. Hey, Stephen, no, thank you very much for sending in the review of both the uh, the uh, Spacecape Scuttle and also the Quantum Razor. Now, uh, Stephen has the upgraded Quantum Razor, which is, I believe, uh, copper, brass, and stainless. And I have the brass and stainless here. Uh, his two plates are alpha and beta. Mine are alpha and omega. And yes, in my initial review, I got that backwards. The Omega plate is the milder of uh, the plates that I have, and the Alpha plate is the more aggressive. And yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic razor. Whether you get it in the new upgrade version or you're able to find uh, this version, which is stainless and brass, it's absolutely wonderful. I use this before cameras rolled, and I used the milder plate, the Omega plate, and I got a wonderful two-pass shave. It was absolutely fantastic, and uh, yeah, got a really, really nice result. So yeah, uh, if you're looking for a, a really, really neat razor, check out the Quantum Razor, and uh, we'll have links below uh, so you can check it out. Uh, my version, uh, again, stainless and brass, and the version that um, Stephen has, I believe, is... Um, stainless, brass, and copper. So we'll have a link to that below and get on the waiting list and see if that's going to be available again because these really are uh, wonderful, wonderful razors. And I love the I love the configuration of the razor head there. It's kind of an open comb, closed comb kind of configuration. Really, really terrific. And it really delivers a beautiful, mild, efficient shave. Really, really like it a lot. Uh, oh, yeah, and here's what Steven says in the PS. PS, just finished a head shave using the alpha plate on the Quantum. I was trying to multitask, so I took a short break between each of the three passes. I think that it may have actually allowed my skin to rest, calm down between passes, resulting in less aggression on the shave. Have you ever had a similar experience or have any other shavers mentioned this? I might try it again with some of my other more aggressive razors and blades to see if this holds true. I have not done that. I usually go start to finish uh, with a head shave and I keep it on the mild side. I'll put it to the viewers, folks. Have you ever done that resting between passes when doing a head shave? Let us know in the comments below. But Stephen, thanks for a great review on both the Spacecape Scuttle and also the Quantum Razor. And also a big thank you to Larry Sablotny for a wonderful review of the Spacecape Scuttle as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Really do appreciate it. Hey, viewer Al Spencer wrote the following. Hey, Mark, the timeless travel razor you showed this morning looks great. Yeah, this is a travel razor from the folks at Timeless Razor. This features their stainless steel nub handle. 
Uh, and it's on a stainless steel slim razor head. Absolutely beautiful. It has a really nice compact yet hefty feel to it. And it delivers a beautiful smooth shave. And it's very nimble, very maneuverable. The, uh, the knurling on the handle is very, very nice and grippy. Uh, absolutely beautiful travel razor. And of course, you can get the travel razor stand for it right there like that. How about that? Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> absolutely wonderful. Well, Al writes here, the thing is, carrying it in a full-size razor case kind of defeats the purpose of a smaller size razor handle for travel. Well, yeah, it does. I was showing how you could use a full-size case. If you didn't have anything else, and I showed another case that could be used for, um, you know, storing it when you're traveling, uh, housing it for travel, that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, he continues here, my daughter gave me this razor jacket from Captain's Choice, and it works great. It allows you to take advantage of the short handle while protecting the razor head. Uh, thanks for your dedication to the hobby. Another great 3MB. Al, Al, thank you very, very much for sending along a really nice option for travel razors. The Captain's Choice Razor Jacket. Folks, we'll have links below where you can check that out. Looks like a really, really good option. Uh, Al also sent this along. Uh, you can add these travel tips also if you like. Well, I'm absolutely going to add them because they're great. Saving space is key when traveling, so here are a few things I do. One, I use my Captain's Choice Copper Obsidian Bowl because of its low profile. Two, I place my soap tub inside the bowl, saving space. Three, I take my Gillette Heritage Razor because it has a short handle and protect it with the aforementioned Captain's Choice Razor Jacket. Four, I take my Razor Rock 24mm Plissoft brush. Because of its smaller size, it fits perfectly in an empty toilet paper cardboard roll for its protection. Hope this helps someone. Al, absolutely fantastic travel tips. Thank you very much for sending them along. And also, thanks for sending along the Captain's Choice Razor Jacket. Folks, we'll have links below. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger sent this along. Mark, have you ever purchased Kananga water cologne? I saw a guy on YouTube talking about it. I needed a little something to get free shipping from Amazon, so I ordered a bottle. It's by the same people who sell Florida water. It has a flowery scent. Good for everyday alternative scent. I just got it an hour or so ago. It seems to be a long lasting scent. Rodney, well Rodney, thanks very much for the heads up on it. And I have not used Kananga water cologne. I have used Florida water. And the one thing about Florida water and Kananga water that they, that they share in common is this idea that it uh, helps get rid of negative energy. It's a very, very positive, uplifting kind of uh, aftershave. Uh, and as they write here uh, for Kananga water, Kananga water is a sweet-smelling cologne commonly used to purge negative energies or just enjoy as a pleasant scent. Said to originate from Kananga or Odorata plant oil. Uh, and uh, so, you know, the same thing is said about Florida water that... Uh, it gets rid of negative energy. So if you want a really uplifting uh, shave, try Florida water or Kananga water uh, for your post-shave routine. Folks, we'll have the links below, as I said. Thanks again, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. 
Viewer Mark Bagwell sent along this review on the Gox Dump Bag, and Gox is spelled G-O-X. And he writes, Recently, I came across the Amazon page for Gox toiletry bags, and naturally, I was checking out the Dop kits. Now, to be completely honest, I'm very critical of most Dop bags. The bags are usually fine, but most companies pop in really cheap zippers that don't hold up, and you end up trashing the bag because of the zipper. So I wasn't expecting much from a bag that cost $14.99. But then, after receiving the bag I chose, there are five color themes to choose from. I have to admit, I'm impressed. The bag is solid, and better yet, the zippers are very good. So if you're looking for a dot bag that's different than the usual brown leather bag that everyone uses, then try a Gox bag. I chose the orange top with the gray sides. Here are the bag's fine points. Multi-purpose for travel or gym, lots of pockets, updated durable material, hangs for easy access, and for only $14.99, this bag is a win-win. Hey, Mark, thanks very much for an informative and helpful review. Really do appreciate it. Folks, we'll have a link below where you can check out the Gox Dop bag. Thanks again, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Well, Vikings Blade has a brand new razor on the market, and it's not a safety razor. Here it is right here. This is the Vikings Blade Model 1 Shavette. How about that? And the packaging and presentation is absolutely beautiful. You take off this top sleeve right here, and here you have 50 half blades, all set to go to install into the Shavette. Let me show those to you right here like this. So you can see that there are 50 half blades right there, all set to go. So you don't have to worry about snapping a razor blade in two to get it to fit into the Shavette. You got 50 right here to get you up and running. And here is the Shavette right here. It has some really, really nice heft, and it really is very, very good looking. Check that out. How about that, huh? All right, we'll just open that up like that. How about that? Isn't that beautiful? Absolutely great. Here's the clamping plate. We'll remove it here like this. And there are the two sides of the uh, Shavette where you install your razor blade. And then just align that back like that and clamp that down. And then you're good to go. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, now here's what they have to say on the product page. Uh, Shavette straight single edge razor by Vikings Blade. 50 Swedish steel blades are included. Uh, professional barber tool, heavy tactile handle, uh, reduces razor burn, smooth, close, clean shave. This is the Model 1. Uh, ergonomic handle, tactile, hefty, stonewashed, etched, engraved, solid, 316L stainless steel for maximum control, grip, and easy handling. How about that? Smooth and clean. Unlike mass-produced look-alikes with a noticeably heavier handle and unique weight distribution, this Shavette single-edge razor has been engineered and patented to give you an ultra-smooth, clean, and close shave. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. So what you're getting is uh, a Model 1 Shavette single-edge razor and a 50-pack of Swedish 13C26 steel mild blades. Now, the folks at... Uh, Vikings Blade did tell me that these blades that 
uh, come with this shavet are on the mild side. So that's probably good for someone like me who wants to start off with a, a shavet in learning how to use a straight razor. This might <laughs> looks like it's a very, very good option because of the way it's designed and the milder quality of the razor blade. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> really looking forward to take that first step with straight razor shavette shaving. And this looks like a wonderful, wonderful introduction uh, to that world of straight razor shaving uh, should I decide <laughs> to jump into the deep end of the pool. I openly admit I don't have a lot of experience with straight razors or shavettes, but this is an absolutely wonderful option. And just holding it in my hand right now, Wow, that has some nice balance to it. That really is very, very nice. And it looks like this is something I could start to practice with to learn uh, the proper uh, stroke and motion, build some muscle memory, that sort of thing that we've talked about on the program in the past. So yeah, from uh, Vikings Blade, the Model 1 Shavette 316L stainless steel, absolutely beautiful, comes with... 50 mild half blades for uh, for the Shavette to get you up and running. Uh, my thanks to the folks at Vikings Blade for very, very kindly sending this along in the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Folks, we'll have the link below. And that wraps up this week's new Wet Shave Gear segments. Thanks very much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Well, I got the following email from viewer Chris Borab, and that's spelled B-O-J-R-A-B. And I believe I pronounced that correctly because Chris very kindly sent along an explanation on how to phonetically and correctly pronounce his last name. So I think I got it right, Chris. Let me know in the comments below if I was correct. Anyhow, he writes, Hi, Mark. I am new to wet shaving this year and have greatly enjoyed your channel and wanted to submit my first review of the Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements Intergalactic Travel Scuttle. Thanks very much for this, Chris. Really do appreciate it. We've been talking about the Dreamscape Scuttle and the new Spacescape Scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. And the travel scuttle is a really good choice, especially for someone who wants to try a scuttle. Comes in at a great price point. Very versatile. You can use it at home or you can travel with it, obviously. And it's very rugged and robust. Uh, really a good, good choice for someone wanting to try a scuttle first time out. Uh, and uh, Chris continues here. I just received this last night and had my first shave with this or any other scuttle. I am usually an in-the-shower shaver, but like the idea of something that would provide a warm lather if I was shaving in a sink. The scuttle is very lightweight, but very solid with a great build quality. It holds heat well. I actually filled the scuttle with hot water and then filled the bowl with hot water as I was getting ready for my shave. Although not quite as generously sized as my normal shave bowls, this did a great job in building a nice lather that was very comfortably warm. 
I would highly recommend this to anyone looking for a great option for a scuttle in general, or especially for anyone interested in something they can use while traveling. Or if you would like to use it in the shower and would appreciate the unbreakable nature of the scuttle. Really great point there. Really great point. A lot of folks like to shave in the shower and this scuttle enables you to build a nice warm lather while you're in the shower and it's unbreakable. So that's an absolutely great, great point. Thanks very much for that, Chris. Really do appreciate it. Uh, photos attached uh, below of the scuttle and my shaving gear this morning, including the Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements Intergalactic Travel Scuttle, the Razor Emporium Pre-Shave Bar, the Art of Shaving Sandalwood Pre-Shave Oil, Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements Clown Shave Soap, Rockwell T2 Stainless Steel Adjustable Razor with a Persona Platinum Blade, the Phoenix Shaving No-Slip Allen Block, Thayer's Witch Hazel, and the Art of Shaving Post Shave Balm. Wow, that's an absolutely great setup, Chris. Thanks so much for sending along the great photo, the great review of the uh, shaving, uh, the travel scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, one other thing I want to mention as uh, an addendum to your review is the uh, the travel pouch right here. This uh, not only holds the travel scuttle, right here, and I usually have some sample soaps in there along with the uh, stopper, and then I just insert the whole thing into the bag. Uh, but the bag also doubles as a cleaning uh, towel. Here, it's microfiber, so you can clean your razor, you can clean your shaving bowl, you can dry out whatever you want to dry out with. It uh, the bag doubles as a really nice travel towel. Uh, again, you know, dry out your razor, dry out your bowl, uh, dry out your shaving brush, that sort of thing. A really, really nice addition to the travel scuttle. Really, really terrific. Travel scuttle goes in the bag, goes into the bag and the whole thing travels very easily with you. So uh, Chris, thanks very, very much for a great review of the uh, Phoenix Shaving Travel Scuttle. Folks, we'll have a link below. Thanks again, Chris. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Mark Bagwell asked the following question, what's your favorite bay rum for a scent? That's a great question, Mark. And uh, I went through my shave den and kind of gathered a lot of the shave soaps and splashes that I've, that I've acquired since coming back to the traditional wet shave. They're all great. They all have their strong points. And uh, I want to just go over a few of them because I really don't have a favorite, but I can say that bay rum is a favorite. And these all have their, their strengths and variations on Bay Rum that I really, really like a lot. So we'll discuss a few of them just to kind of give you an example. And maybe uh, this will uh, kind of give you an idea of what's available out there. Maybe something you can try for your traditional wet shave and having your shave done. First one up is Sterling Bay Rum. And this is a very, very solid Bay Rum. A traditional Bay Rum. Right there in the middle of the road Bay Rum. Very, very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is a terrific, terrific bay scent. I would regard it as a very traditional bay, bay rum scent uh, based on all the others that I've tried. And I also have the uh, balm and the aftershave splash, which are equally as good. So Sterling, you can't go wrong with Sterling for, for bay rum. Uh, next up is Captain's Choice Bay Rum. Uh, this was the first bay rum I tried, and I liked it a lot. I think initially it has a little stronger bay rum scent. The aftershave splash is just like the shave soap. Really good, solid bay rum. No doubt about it. 
Uh, this was one I just uh, picked up recently. Fine accoutrements, uh, Bay Rum, in their 21st century uh, soap base. Another really nice, good, solid, traditional Bay Rum scent. And I like the uh, 21st century uh, soap base. It really makes a nice, nice lather. And the aftershave splash is equally good. Another, another great, uh, I guess you could say, uh, solid, traditional Bay Rum scent. Uh, here is something that is a little more refined, a little more subtle. This is Le Père Lucien uh, Bay Rum. Boy, this is really good. I like this one a lot because it's not, a, uh, it's not an overly strong Bay Rum. It's subtle. It's, it's, it's really refined. It has a little more of a gentlemanly quality to it. But boy, is it good. And this is great for lathering. I love this. This is the kind of uh, shave soap that you will run your brush in there for a good minute, <laughs> a minute, 20 seconds, uh, in order to load that brush. And then you can either do a bowl lather or a face lather, but it's great for face lathering. So I like this one a lot. Uh, Le Pierre Lucien Bay Rum. Here is another really good one. Oh boy, this is, a this is a variation on Bay Rum. This comes from the Sudsy Sopri. This is their Bay and Citrus. Boy, this is great. This has Bay and also has that citrus note to it. A really nice variation on Bay Rum. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like this one a lot. And it also has uh, what they call their, I believe this is their triple butter shave soap right here. Boy, does that make a great lather. And it just, the brush loads up so well. It's a softer soap. But again, it's a nice variation on Bay Rum. Uh, this is a nice one to try if you want to try something else with your Bay Rum. Bay and Citrus. Really like this one a lot. Here is uh, Soap Dude's Bay Rum. I reviewed this one. They very kindly sent this one along. And as I recall, this too was a nice, subtle Bay Rum. It wasn't overly strong. It had great lathering qualities and uh, just a nice, nice uh, bay rum, uh, subtle bay rum scent that uh, really you can, I mean, you could use, you could shave with this and it's not going to enter the room before you do. Really nice. I like the quality of this and I also like the, uh, the lathering quality of it. Terrific. Here is Boomtown Bay Rum from Phoenix Shaving. This is very good. However, this is more leather than Bay Rum, to be perfectly honest with you. I like it a lot. I really do. I like it a lot, but I get more leather than I do Bay Rum. The Bay Rum is in the background, and the leather is up front and more prominent. So if you decide that you want to go with Boomtown Bay Rum, just know, in my opinion, that the leather is forward and the bay rum is in the background a little bit. My favorite bay rum from Phoenix Shaving is Atomic Age Bay Rum. Boy, this is terrific. And I have some other bay rums. This is just a this is just a, a rundown. I think I have the coconut bay and lime. A coconut bay and lime also. That's very, very good. But this is a solid, solid bay rum. Really, really wonderful. Atomic Age Bay Rum is really, really good. This is one of my favorite Bay Rums here, and I also have it in CK1 as well. Uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite Bay Rums, uh, especially from Phoenix Shaving. It's just a great Bay Rum scent. Really, really well done. Here's another one from Phoenix Shaving that is very, very good. This was available last Christmas. This is great. This is called, and I hope, I hope they offer it again this holiday season. 
This is called the shaving, okay? And it's a bay rum. Uh, it's Well, they call it a ray rum, <laughs> but it is a bay rum. It's a variation on bay rum. It's got bay rum, but it also has that great Christmas quality to it. Uh, it really is terrific. Oh, that's great. Uh, here also is another variation on bay rum. This comes from uh, Heritage Hill, John Paul Jones Shave Soap. This is great. This is bay rum, teakwood, cedar, bergamot, and patchouli. This is really terrific. And that all combines into a really, really nice, nice scent. And the bay rum is a little more forward right there. Yeah, this is really, really very nice. And that's why this is one of my favorites from Heritage Hill. And it's the one that's always seems to be sold out as well. And I think it's got, I think it's because of that bay rum quality. People just like that bay rum. Now here are a couple of other splashes uh, that I want to talk about. Well, before we do, before we talk about that, let me talk about another recent bay rum that I required. Ogallala bay rum. Boy, I like this a lot. I like the shave soap a lot. And of course, the shave soap comes in a hard pocket. I put it in its own shaving bowl. This is terrific. This is a nice bay rum. And this particular shave soap, I think, is better for face lathering than bowl lathering. I prefer to face lather with this. And if you happen to get a puck of it, you'll probably find the same to be true for yourself. But it really is a nice, solid bay rum. Uh, now, the, uh, the aftershave, my gosh, this stuff is potent. And uh, I used this yesterday, and I don't think it plays well with mentholated balms because I think I developed a little bit of irritation. You might see a little bit of remnant from that from yesterday's shave. Uh, and I think it was the fact that this is really, really strong, and I don't think I should follow up with a mentholated aftershave balm. That's what I'm saying. But uh, by itself... Uh, I find that I can work my, my way up to uh, maybe uh, two, two and a half sprays uh, and then rub that on. It's got a real big kick to it, but then it dissipates after a while. So uh, I like this a lot. Again, I think mixing it with a, a mentholated balm was, was a mistake. So I'm going to experiment with this a little bit more. But the shave soap is very, very calming. It feels great on the skin. And again, it's got a great bay rum scent. Uh, this has a nice common, you know, uh, uh, traditional bay rum scent as well. But my gosh, it's got a heck of a kick. Really, 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 really very, very good. The other bay rum that I like a lot that has a wonderful scent. Oh yeah, that is absolutely pure bay rum. It's wonderful is the Grand Bay Bay Rum that Mark Bagwell very, very kindly sent along to the channel. This is good. As a matter of fact, if I find that the Ogallala Bay Rum has too much of a kick to it, so to speak, uh, after I use the Ogallala Bay Rum Shave Soap, uh, Grand Bay Bay Rum gets, is going to get the call. This complements the Ogallala very, very well, and it doesn't have that that overly big kick, that burn sensation that the uh, Ogallala Bay Rum has. Uh, so this Grand Bay Rum, this Grand Bay Bay Rum has a great Bay Rum scent. It's very, very agreeable to my skin. I like it a lot. And uh, two other Bay Rums that are, are kind of, uh, I would say, affordable. The first one right here is the, uh, I'm just about done with it, uh, Clubman Virgin Isle Bay Rum. 
Uh, this is okay. This is this is good for like everyday use if you're going to go to work, something like that, and you want something affordable that will kind of uh, kind of fit the bill. The one nice thing about this, for some reason, this will come back uh, in the middle of the day. Uh, you know, I find that uh, when I apply this in the morning and I go to work, uh, like around in the afternoon, all of a sudden this kicks in again, and it's got a it's got a, a a nice bay rum scent, but it's not of the same quality as some of these other true bay rum scents. Uh, but it's it's okay. The other one that uh, Mark Bagwell sent along is Lucky Tiger Bay Rum. This is very diluted. The scent is very diluted, so you can splash this on uh, to your heart's content, and you don't have to worry about it showing up in uh, showing up before you do. Yeah, it's a it's more of a subtle bay rum scent, uh, and it comes in a, a very generously sized bottle. And again, you can splash this on as much as you want to, and it's not going to overwhelm. So if you uh, really like uh, hitting yourself with a lot of aftershave splash, this Lucky Tiger Bay Rum, uh, this is the one for you. Uh, and again, this is very nice to use after use with any of these Bay Rum shave soaps. Because again, you'll get the nice bay rum shave, shave. You'll get the nice bay rum scent from a shave soap like, uh, say, Sterling Bay Rum. And if you if you if you want to just lay on a lot of splash, then go with the Lucky Tiger after the Sterling Bay Rum uh, shave soap. So uh, that's kind of the rundown of some of my favorite bay rums. I can't really say that. One is my absolute favorite. They're all great. I like Bay Rum. Bay Rum is a favorite scent, and I like having the variety of Bay Rums uh, when it comes to scent uh, and, and, and lathering qualities. It's absolutely fantastic, which is why I say traditional wet shave is the way to go. Look at all the choices you have in something like Bay Rum. It's absolutely fantastic. So Mark, Thanks very, very much for the question. Folks, I hope this information helps uh, in, well, hope it, hope it leads you to finding a couple of Bay Rum shave soaps, splashes, and balms that fit your traditional wet shave because there's a lot of great choices out there. And again, uh, I don't think there are any losers in this, in this, in what I've showed you here. They're all winners. There's just uh, refinements and varieties of Bay Rum that are just absolutely so wonderful and exquisite. So Mark, thanks again for a really, really great question. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady where you'll find all the Amazon-listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey! 
Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.